So in a day and age when identity seems to be very confused and identity issues are coming up over and over again, understanding of where our true identity comes from could not be more important. And we're going to talk about that today. Welcome back. I'm Jennifer Richmond, and this is the Dwelling Richly Bible Study, where we love God, heart, soul, mind, and strength. We are women who enthusiastically and intentionally dwell in the Word and let the Word of Christ dwell in us richly. You can find Bible studies and video teaching like this on my blog and the Dwelling Richly podcast. Subscribe to this channel, hit that little church bell so you can get notified whenever I drop a new video. Let's get into the Word. All right, welcome back. You can see I'm here with my good friend, Libby, who's one of our Dwelling Richly Bible Study ladies. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> yeah, you will be glad. It's yeah. painless. Okay. Painless. You'll love it. She's great. Right. So um, actually, this brings up a great thing. If you would ever be interested in sitting with me either, either in person, I can speak, either in person or we can do it through Zoom. If you'd ever be interested in filming a day of the Bible study with me, uh, let me know. Just drop me an email or uh, connect with me on the link that I'll put right here and uh, let me know that you're interested and we will get together either in person like this <laughs> or we can even zoom and I can zoom you in. It'd be fun to share the Bible study with you. Speaking of Bible study, uh, this is lesson two and we are on day eight. Today we're going through an amazing part of our story through Genesis and uh, looking forward to kind of digging in with that and sharing answers. You got some good answers there, it looks I like. I hope so. All right. We'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so in, in our lesson today, uh, we want to go through our Bible verse, memory verse. And let me, let me just kind of get that up. There we go. All right. Uh, you can see on the screen here, uh, we'll be going to pray. We'll memorize our verse to practice that together, even with a song. And uh, then, of course, we'll dive into our reading. Let's go ahead and begin with prayer. And uh, then we'll dive into our lesson. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your word and your love for us. And I thank you that I can share this time of study with my friend Libby. I ask that you bless our conversation and all those listening right now, just to be able to enjoy and get into your word together. In Jesus' name, everyone said, Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> well done. Well done. Well done. All right, let's take a look at our verse. Normally, I try to stick it up here, but then it would have just, you know, covered Libby's face. Oh. We would not have wanted that. Oh, they might. <laughs> No one would like that. All right, so let's go ahead and practice our verse. We've been singing it. You guys are welcome to read along. Libby's kind of kind of read it, sing it along with us today. We haven't decided yet. We'll just see what happens. We'll let the spirit lead. Are you doing on your memory verse? Oh, I got the memory verse. It's the singing that's the, singing. the part that, that they don't want to hear. Okay, she'll maybe she'll just speak it. I'm just gonna mouth it. You'll mouth it and I'll I'll sing it. Here we go. I will sing to the Lord all my life. I will sing praise to my God as long as I live. May my meditation be pleasing to him as I rejoice in the Lord. Very good. There you go. I like that. <laughs> it is nice to have a song. You were saying before we began that as you read certain verses in the Bible, songs will come into your head. Yes. I would like to have this one repeated like five times. Okay. <laughs> so I can just keep hearing it. Keep going. Keep yeah, going. I think keep you need going. to record a whole like a half an hour. With just, just a sing. loop of this song. Yes. yes. I'll get right on that. What okay. do you guys think? Why don't you leave a comment below and let me know if you think uh, yes. I should loop it. And maybe that would help. Actually, maybe it would help I, other I people. Think it, okay. All right. If you know somebody who'd like to help me record that. Uh, maybe oh. we can really, really, really have fun and record Maybe it. somebody knows somebody that deals yeah. with music and recording. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> 
we'll find someone. Okay. All right. All right. So um, in our study, we pray, we go over our memory verse, and, um, you know, the screen's a little bit small. Did I ask you to do anything special with your memory verse today? No. Just plain? Just, yeah. Yeah. You guys got off easy today. What did I ask yesterday? Was it red? Yesterday was it fancy. Was yesterday fancy? Was yesterday fancy? No, same with yesterday. Was oh, nothing two days special. in a row. Yeah. What have yeah. we got? Fancy lettering fancy was lettering day was, six. Yeah. All right. I'll have to. I'll have to fix that with lesson three. I'll have to stick in a few more. A few more. You know, change it up type of ways of doing it. Yeah. So, um, okay. So you did your verse, and let's go ahead and read our scripture today. I'll be reading aloud from the New English Translation. You read and follow along, which with whatever one is most comfortable for you. And let me get that screen up nice and big so I can see it. Here we go. So this is Genesis chapter 1, verses 20 to 12. I called up the wrong one. 24 to 31. 24 to 31. Well, we'll pause and I will fix that and I'll be right back. All right. (laughs) With the magic of editing, I fixed it. So now we're on the correct scripture. Here we go. So Genesis uh, 1, 24 through 31. God said, let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds. Cattle creeping things and wild animals each according to its kind it was so god made the wild animals according to their kinds the cattle according to their kinds and all the creatures that creep along the ground according to their kinds god saw that it was good then god said let us make humankind in our image after our likeness so they may rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air over the cattle and over all the earth and over all the creatures that move on the earth god created humankind in his own image in the image of god he created them male and female he created them god blessed them and said to them be fruitful and multiply fill the earth and subdue it rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and every creature that moves on the ground then god said i now give you every seed bearing plant on the face of the entire earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it they will be yours for food and to all the animals of the earth and to every bird of the air and to all the creatures that move on the ground everything that has breath living breath in it i give every green plant for food it was so god saw all that he had made and it was very good. There was evening and there was morning, the sixth day. And I love it when I look over here and I see you taking, jotting a little right. notes down. Some other thoughts have, uh, have occurred to you as you uh, have you been doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I like that. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, heading back over here into our lesson. Um, I'm going to get mine up so I can see it a little bit better. Have you scoot in a little bit also so like all the people at home can see you better too. Look at that. We're cozy. (laughs) There's not much room. (laughs) We're we're trying to get all squeezed in here for the camera. All right. Um, Okay. So we've been repeating uh, the same uh, three questions as we've been opening through the Bible study each day. Our focus today is the idea of being distinct and significant. And what you're doing today, God, is our opening question. And we're going to pause again because I need to get it. All right, so our pattern has been one, two, three, beginning with what you do in today. God, note God's actions in this or from this passage. And what did you write down? Uh, the repeats were... Le- oh, no, the what you do oh, in today. Oh, I'm sorry. Guy. That's okay. I just was very brief. I just said animals and mankind. He made animals I and just, mankind. Yeah. Okay, so God makes, and then in terms of just the basic verbs of what God does, he said, he made, he saw, he created, and he 
blessed. Number two, what's new? Well, besides all of creation, make note of words and phrases that are familiar from previous passages and also make note of any new words and phrases. Uh, what do you got? Well, I like that it was very good. Very good. I noticed it was very good. And the a new repeated was their kind. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, he said according to their kind and it was so as far as the repeats and he did say very good. Good and on. rule that that he now had just created somebody to rule Ooh, over. Oh, good observation. Ching, ding, 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 ding. Star, <laughs> gold star. Oh, a crown. I like that too. All right, number three has always been review and connect, and we go back through um, Psalm 104 and see if we could see any connections. As as you've been noticing, as we go through Psalm 104, we've had these. Um, how the, the big picture of the psalm has tracked basically with Genesis chapter 1. So let's take a look over to Psalm 104 and uh, see other big connections with that. And I, we're gonna, I'm going to scroll down to the part that I made note of, which was in verse 30. Did you make note of anything else? Well, I just wrote, um, where are we? The grass was grown for the cattle. So just, again, that, that creating of food. Good. Plants to be cultivated which was food from the earth and bread to sustain our hearts. Excellent. I did, I did appreciate the wine and olive oil from the previous day. Olive oil from the previous day. Well, the wine, I actually, when I wrote bread, I thought of the wine and the <laughs> olive oil, and I thought, let's add that to the charcuterie. <laughs> charcuterie. God was the first God creator was... of charcuterie. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and then verse 30, in particular for this passage, um, God said, when you send your life-giving breath, they are created. You plenish, replenish the surface of the ground. So I'll, there was quite a few things that tied into this passage, and that's what stood out to me and what stood out to you. Good observations. Well done. Well done. All right. Um, let's see. In our next, what are we on? What on earth? All right, number four, what has taken place to prepare the earth for living creatures? And we can't just have creatures floating around in the tohu wabohu. No. The wild and waste. No. Uh, they have to have a place. So what did you make note of in that part? I kind of heard the, this uh, talk about hearing songs. Mm. I, I kind of heard that, you know, so the, the creation of water to water the grass, to feed the animals, to feed the mankind. Don't know why she swallowed the fly. <laughs> So like that's, that's kind of, as, as I was writing it. So the creation okay. of the water to water the grass, to feed the animals. Good. To feed the mankind. And what, uh, what version are you reading out of? NIV. NIV. NIV, yeah. Very good. I love how different versions word it and the rhyming or the rhythm of it comes off a little bit differently. So good job. Well, I think I paraphrase that. Well, I like it, though. Okay. And I love the swallow fly. fly. That's pretty good, too. Um, okay, number five was just to highlight and connect, going back to your Bible and making that connection there with the phrase, let the water swarm and let the land produce. So we have the water swarming with swarms of swarms. Swarm, I like the swarms of swarms. And we have the land producing, and I just wanted you to see that uh, connection in your Bible and make a note of that. And how many of you guys out there do you highlight and mark and make note in your Bible? That's an important part of Bible study for me. Is that something you find yourself doing? I, I, I don't. I, I'll write or underline or circle. Okay. And I don't do it that often. So when I do do it, it stands out. But I haven't gotten to that point where I'm marking it up a lot. Sometimes for me, I have certain Bibles that I just keep not marked. 
And I have some in there that are and highlighted. And this is my Bible that I really mark. Yeah, that's amazing. A lot. But I don't do that with all of them. This is the one that I really bought for that purpose. And then once this fills, I'll start a new one and redo that one. Hopefully awesome. I will fill it. That's the goal. You will. Someday. Little by little. Book by book. All right. Number six. Moo. Hiss. And roar. I don't know why, but I... I just wanted to say swallow to fly. I did not swallow a fly. But I I um I felt like such a preschool teacher when I was writing this lesson because it felt so just like the way we talk to little kids. And so Muhis War came up and I was thinking about the animals he created and just the, t the grouping of sounds even for that. So what are three categories of living creatures um, in 24 to 25 under each category? List at least five animals. That was That was challenging. Yes, it was. How'd you do? Well, so the answers are livestock, creatures that move on the ground, and wild animals. Indeed. Indeed. And under livestock, because I've never worked on a farm, I was a little, so I got cows, chickens, turkey. Are they livestock? I don't think so, but you know what just occurred to me? Maybe you already got it. Pig. I didn't oh, put pig, pig down. Oh, yeah. See, I just, I was having a hard time visualizing all yeah. that. Yeah. I didn't get pig at first either. I got cow, sheep, goat. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I asked for five, and I don't think I can even think of five. And then I put buffalo and bull, but I don't think they were livestocking have, buffalo. I, this is a one of those research your words and see what livestock actually is. I'm going to add pig. Okay, I added pig, too. All right, good And job. I'm going to take out turkey. I think you know on the turkeys. Well, y'all, I would like to hear from the people at home. Yeah, write it down here. Write it down. Put it in the comments. Mm -hmm. Let's hear. All right, so we have livestock creeping and beasts uh, what did you get for creeping? Snakes and spiders. Yeah, I got snake, turtle, lizard, caterpillar, oh. and salamander. Oh. Okay. A lot of, like, reptile and amphibian creatures. Yeah, those are good. The turtle. salamander. And turtles are low. I mean, creeping, I don't feel like they creep. Like, sneaky creepy, but they are on the ground. Right. I just, I guess when I, creatures that move on the ground, I immediately went to the serpent. Sir, ah. So I was thinking in terms of things I didn't like. Oh, what do you like? Snake and spider. And spiders. Yeah, I so like, I, I wouldn't yeah. have come up with turtle because to me. Because yeah. they're cute and they're li more likable. And lizards, adorable and likable. Um, but interesting how you brought that two things. You brought in a prior knowledge of something you already know that's going to happen in chapter three. And also you brought in emotion to it because mm -hmm. creeping makes you feel creepy and what don't you like? How did you guys do on that? Drop it any other uh creeping things that you came up with and did you make that association of maybe because you already know what's happening in genesis 3 or um what you don't like like i like snakes not I a fan don't of spiders like spiders and snakes no, not, none of the above uh, how'd you do on wild animals or beasts depending on your translations it'll say one or the other i just got lion and leopard I wrote lion, um, tigers, and bears. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> and you've got raccoons. I did. I was like, what are the beasts? And, and kangaroo. She's got kangaroo. <laughs> I did. How many of you wrote kangaroo? <laughs> well, they're not livestock. I knew that. And they don't creep. And like so it. they're wild animals. Yeah. Because they're not tame. And raccoons are wild. And I was even thinking of, like, possum. I mean, thinking more like mammals. Because right. we do have category. So mammals are livestock and beasts. Creeping would tend to be reptiles, you know, in the amphibian category, but zebra, zebra, yes. And then I was almost going to put horse on livestock too. I was like, horse is that a livestock? I guess that's live. But there, we do think of horses roaming wild, but we don't think of cows roaming wild. 
No, but they do. <laughs> do cows warm wild? Well, they did. Did they, though? Did you think? I think God probably made them always to be tame animals, like livestock. He says livestock right there. We okay. are going to address this. I, I do have a... I do have an opinion about this. Okay, I'm trying, I'm trying not to tip my hand. You're trying to bait us. Wait, just a little bit to get you to think. Why livestock? I mean, he, why, aren't they all beasts? Mm-hmm. But he has some listed as livestock. Hmm. I'm going to look it up when we're done here. She's going to look it up. We'll see. I might keep her so busy on our little getaway that she won't be able to look it up. There you go. <laughs> we'll be having charcuterie. <laughs> we'll be having charcuterie, that's right. All right, here we go. Um, over on to p- next page, uh, number seven, us mm. and our. How do you like this question? It was a tough one because I'm not very good at the research thing, but I did. I, it was fun because I guessed on what I thought I was supposed oh, to do, and I didn't feel confident about it. But then I went down here, and I'm like, ooh, oh. that's Colossians 3.10. Oh, Colossians 3.10. Good. good. Yeah. All right. So us hour was to whom is God referring when he says us an hour in Genesis 1.26? Um, can you support your answer with scripture from Genesis, from the Old Testament, from the New Testament? Challenge yourself to use only scripture. Not any commentaries, <laughs> including study notes in your Bible, which are commentaries and which are very helpful. You've got the I didn't use study them. notes. They're very helpful. I, I use them when I need them, but not when we're trying our best to do our initial thought process. Yeah, that makes sense. Only scripture. So let's hear it. What'd you get? Um, well, I it was like when I read it, I'm like, well, us, an hour, that's in, that's the Trinity. I, I, I get that. And I knew that was the answer. But then when I had to back it up why are you laughing because it's so cute i knew that was the answer <laughs> but i but when i had to back it up so then i went to the back of my bible and looked up us an hour to see if it was referenced and it wasn't good thinking. so then i referenced image <gasps> which is then when i got to the ones that you were using back down here um so just in the image of our colossians three ten, in the image of our creator uh, Colossians one fifteen, but I didn't write down what it said there. Okay. And then verse 26 in Genesis, for Genesis 1 um, and 27, it says our image. And then in verse 27, it says in the image of God. Okay. So it answered it really right there. Good job. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thanks, All right, Mom. so this goes back, <laughs> this goes back to not using commentaries, but then also trusting scripture to interpret scripture. And good job using what you tools you did have on hand. It, I, I want to say this as a point of encouragement because it's not like you have to have a Bible degree. You don't have to have gone to seminary, but you and you do have a great tool right at your fingertips. Your Bible is a great tool. Most of them will come with some kind of a dictionary or concordance in the back, and. I was trying to see if it does on yours. I can't see. Um, so she's got the NIV study Bible, um, and it's got the study commentary notes, but I think, and maybe I'm wrong, I'm not looking closely, but what it doesn't seem to have is cross-references. Right, which is what I looked for first. Okay, so that is what you want right, to look and for. And I didn't realize it didn't have that because I haven't been good at doing that. Well, don't we learn something new every day. We, we do. And we grow. And we Well, that's the, yes, exactly. <laughs> I want to encourage you, those of you that are not, Bible aficionados that it it does come. I'm learning. I like it. It turns out when you when you 
do and embrace the, the process, it does enable you to do it. So good yeah. job on embracing the process on that. So um, I'm going to add a little bit to that. And then this is, a, this is one of the questions that I'm going to move in on a lot more in the upcoming message in just a few days. So be sure to either join us live in person at Bible study and, and be there for that group time to share. But also just you'll have it right here. You can go to the playlist that has Genesis messages. So this is the playlist for Genesis lessons. And then right over next to it is Genesis messages Listen to those, and that gives you some of my, my thoughts and processing uh, insights on this. And so I will share with you one verse, and it's from, I try to keep tight to what have we already learned in this city? What have we already read? Is there any indication of an us in what we've already read? So if you take a look at this verse here, it says in verse 126, and I'm reading again out of the ESV, it says, um, verse 26, then God said, let us make man. Well, is there any us referenced at all already in verses 1 through 25? And it turns out there is. And I know Libby was looking a little bit on my little notes here. Did you happen to see it and look it up? No. Oh, oh I thought she was, but maybe she wasn't. Okay. I thought maybe you were getting ready to share that. No. Oh, okay. Here we go. Let's take a look at Genesis chapter 1, verse 2. Uh, I'll just... I'll just get a running start. One, one. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, remember from our previous study, I gave you the name of God from that. And that is God Elohim. God Elohim. And if you remember also, I believe, from the first time I went over this word Elohim, Elohim um, is a plural version of God. And it ends in the im ending. And whenever you add an I am, you are pluralizing a word in the Hebrew. For example, when he talked about uh, snakes, or no, not snakes, when he talked about beasts, uh, the Leviathan, um, water creatures being made, he called them tananim, which is the Hebrew word tanin, which is the creatures, and then tananim, which I am adds the plural. All right, so there we go, Hebrew review. Now let's go to verse 2. The earth was without form, and darkness was over the face of the deep, and the what? Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the water. So we have Elohim, God, in verse 1, and we have the Spirit of God, which is Elohim, uh, Ruach Elohim, in verse 2. So there's your us. But we wouldn't know, like, the, it doesn't say right in my reading Elohim and whatever. No, but um, it does, If even if you only just looked at the words that are written in your regular English Bible, you would have seen God and then Spirit of God in verse 2. Okay. So there's your us. Now, okay. what you're, what you're, pushing a little bit onto the text and again we're going to talk about this in the message coming up is i know christians orthodox in your beliefs and evangelicals you want to see the trinity you want to see the trinity don't you because you're a good christian you've been to church you've been to sunday school and you learned about big words like trinity which it does not occur in the bible there is no mention of that word trinity in the bible we're going to talk about that what we're going to talk about that and uh but i'm going to teach you how to see and read and just with the just the slightest opening up of some hebrew uh to, to help you to see that a little bit more and we're going to get wow. into that in an upcoming message but there i know you really want to find the trinity in this verse and i can't but you can't justify it with scripture okay not right here all right thank you all right here to help Tighten up your theology. Tighten your theology, ladies. Tighten up your theology. Tighten your theology, ladies. Tighten up your theology. Tighten your theology, ladies.
that was from Usher's message. Good job. I listen. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, here we go. Um, so we have, let's see. All right, so distinctives. What are some ways the creation of humankind is unique in all of creation? What'd you get for that? I wrote that we were created in God's image mm -hmm. and we were created to rule nice. over the animals, the fish, the birds. I love it. And again, we want to get our answers straight from scripture and bingo, nailed it. There's um, image and likeness and dominion are mentioned specifically when God creates humankind and well done. Number nine, significance, gold star. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I like I'm gold stars. Paper, yeah. Okay, I appreciate I'm going to give you a blue star. Okay. There you go. That'll okay. work. See what happens if you do the Bible study with me. I'll be writing notes on yours and all that. Number nine, we have distinctives on eight and number nine, significance. Highlight the words image and likeness in your Bible. How should being made in the image of God impact your life today? How would it impact all of society, our society, if all people lived with this truth in mind? Uh, read and consider the following, and we're going to look at Psalm 8, 5, Colossians 3, 10, and um, James 3, 9. Let me go ahead and get those up on our big screen here so I can see those. Oh, oh. There we go. Can you have heavenly beings? There we go. So uh, Psalm 8, 5, you made them a little less than the heavenly beings. <clears throat> you crown mankind with honor and majesty. And from the ESV, uh, it says it words a little bit differently. I wanted to show you that. You have made him a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned him with glory and honor. And then I'll add verse 6. You have given him dominion over the works of your hands. Um, and then we have... Colossians 3.10, which is that the one you looked at from before? Yes, nice. but I don't have it pulled up. Okay, so in the New English, it says, and have been clothed with new uh, with the new man that is being renewed within knowledge according to the image, image of the one who created it. All right, and then James 3.9, with it we bless. Now he's talking about the tongue, so just saying, give you, help you understand the context, but James is referring to the tongue and he says, with it we bless the Lord and Father and with it we curse people made in God's image. So people in general are made in God's image. And when we speak with our tongue, we bless and we curse people who are made in God's image. And James, just on a side note, is saying, don't curse people. Right. Don't do that. Bless people. And watch what your tongue, watch what comes out of your mouth. So to answer the question, um, how would being made in the image of God impact your life today? If you really, how should that impact your life today? Thoughts on that? I wrote, we are so blessed that he chose us to be in his image. So, um, let's see, so much, we're so much more loved and cared for and that it was actually a choice. It didn't have to be us. Um, and it comes with responsibility that we take for granted. Well, I like the responsibility part and taking for granted because that's what was James point as well. Good job. Good job on that. Uh, how would it impact our society if all people live with this truth in mind? What do you think about that? I, I, along this, I think that people would just, we would probably treat each other better. Mm -hmm. There would be no more cancel culture. Mm. Um, Good point. And maybe, maybe less depression and whatnot too, if people were able to realize that we were created in God's image mm. and that God chose us yeah. and that we're worthy. Very good. Good points. Good points. And I'd love to hear from you again. Always remember this is interactive. This is for you either right, right here next to me or listening or watching online. Please do leave a comment and let me know your thoughts. I love seeing and hearing from you. Uh, all right. Number 10, a blessed creation. What five blessings did God give to humankind? Do you want to share yours? Mm -mm. <laughs> 
I could, well, but I don't. Yeah. I can read mine, and then you can say. Well, if you're I'm about looking. To say. Actually, I mine might be the same. I said fruitful, multiply, fill the earth. Yep, subdue the earth and rule over the. F- okay, so I did rule over the Were fish. Were you second the guessing yourself? Well, because I started, I was thinking that it would have been rule over the fish, rule over the birds, rule over. And oh, so then it was too many. Oh, I didn't match the five. Yeah, so I did get it because I put ruled over the fish, the birds. <laughs> Give it up for Libby, everybody at home. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Good. All right. Number 11, eat. Now, I honestly was toying with leaving that one in and adding a sixth blessing. What's, okay. What six blessings did God give? But I decided to make it a separate one. Eat. Because that is, don't you think it's a blessing to be able to eat good food? Mm-hmm. And so he says, what did God give humankind for food? Well, at this point, what did God give humankind? What did he give them? He said, eat plants. Right. I know. You don't sound excited. No, I'm very excited, but I was like, wait a minute. Where's the meat? Where's the meat? Where's the beef? Where's the beef? It's going to, it's, it's happening, it's obviously. But right. yeah, so at this point, mankind is given every plant and every tree. Um, and then we're going to find out more of the story. You know, it's, it, these questions are designed to keep, kind of keep you tight inside of what we know. And only let you go back to prior knowledge that you would have known had you only read this portion of scripture so far. And a lot of you, like you and you listening, you know the story. You know what's going to happen in True. Genesis chapter 2. Right. You know what's going to happen in chapter 3. And uh, and so you're tempted, I think, I would imagine, to, uh, wait, what does it actually say here? Right. And that's a good skill to learn as you're doing your Bible study. All right. Sure. Number 12. Um, not just good. In what two ways is God's evaluation of day six different from all other days? Did you get two? I, I, I wrote, it was very good. Let's see, ranked things, man over, so we ranked things man overall. God created mm-hmm. man and other things he just, oh, oh, right, right. So, and the other things he just spoke into being. Mm-hmm. So man he created mm-hmm. and the others he just spoke mm-hmm. into being. Yeah. And um, in terms of evaluating of day six, he did say it was very good. And also his evaluation process, he specifically says he saw everything and no other portion, no other day did God look back and say, and I saw everything. So this is the sum total reflection back on everything that he's made. God saw everything and he says, this is very good. And I want you to keep that in your noodle as we think back again, and I ask you uh, later on to evaluate what happened on day two, if you recall that, uh, I'm just gonna leave, I'm gonna I'm just gonna drop that right there. I'll pick it up later. You pick it up later. You just think about that because he did see he does say everything, and he says that everything is very good. And go back and think about what he did or didn't do on day two, and see like if that gives you an aha moment. On day two, I kind of nudge you toward thinking like this and I said that we'd get to it later and so here's the later and I'm still not giving you exactly the answer because like I said in that last message my job is not to connect the dots for you I just point you to the dots you got to connect them I like it <laughs> sometimes I'm you do. on it all right sometimes sometimes you just want them connected for you but oh well right not gonna do it all right here we go uh, so number 13, think back, review and compare how God brought forth sea creatures, land creatures, and humankind in the following verses. So Genesis 1, 20 to uh, 21a, and I believe I've got that up here for us. Yeah. All right. So God said, let the water swarm with swarms. There's our favorite. <laughs> uh, and... Um, 
he said. So the, the action is what I'm looking for here. So he said, and so there's the first part. And then 21A was um, God created. So God said and God created. And then 21, uh, I mean 24A and 25A, God said again. And I'll double click highlight that there. And then in uh, 25A, God made. So he said and made. And then in 26 and 27, we have God said and uh, God created. God said and God created. All right. In terms of this is all, I'm, I'm trying to get you to focus on how, the bringing forth. So we have said and created, said and, and made, and then again said and created. All right. And then number 14, rounding the corner. Here we go. And uh, make sure you can see that on the screen. You can. Think ahead, what comes to your mind when you think of the word holy. I said God is holy. Very good. That's a very good Sunday school answer. <laughs> Gold star. Blue star. Another blue star. <laughs> and we got two stars today. <laughs> no, there's been more. Okay. Somebody can count how many times I said you got a gold star. I just didn't write them all down. That's okay. Uh, what comes to your mind? I wrote perfect, higher than, set apart, and godly. And we're going to talk a lot more about that tomorrow in our study. Don't forget to take some time to review. I will sing to the Lord all my life. I will sing praise to my God as long as I live. May my meditation be pleasing to him <laughs> as I rejoice in the Lord. So make sure you take some time to review your verse. And thank you so much for being here with us. I'm glad you were with me today. Thank you. It's good to be here. It was fun. I like it. Not too bad. First time Hope you've you guys been on. guys didn't mind. No one minded. Everyone's going to say, where's Libby if you ever don't show up again? Okay. Where is that Libby? Where is that Libby? <laughs> Can I show my fingernails? Can you see that? Oh, yeah. Hold it up to the camera. Can you guys see her pretty fingernail? She's got a sunflower. How cute is that? Theme. It's a theme. I like the themes, <laughs> in case you haven't noticed. All right. Uh, thanks again for being here with me, and thank you for being here with me in person. And know, as always, that you are loved prayed for and I look forward to being back here again with you real soon. Bye bye. bye. <laughs>